friends, and welcome to another Cup of Joe podcast on this Thursday, March the 24th. And whenever you are listening to this, wherever you are, I wish you God's grace. I wish you God's life. I wish you God's goodness today, my friends. Thanks for being present with me as always and breaking open God's word. You know, I haven't done this for a while. For those of you who are wondering, who is this guy who's talking to us? My name is Joe Zenk. For 30 years, I was a lay Catholic minister in the Catholic Church. And just recently, about four months ago, I set aside that, that ministry and moved into a different ministry, which is that of uh, being a hospice chaplain. And I get to walk alongside our brothers and sisters on those last moments and days and weeks and months of life. Uh, and I, I just love doing this. About two months ago, two months ago, two years ago, uh, almost to the day, it might be the day, actually, I'm going to have to go back and check now, uh, I started a podcast. I'm grateful to Mandy Kramer. Mandy is the one who uh, was the brainchild behind it and suggested this to me. And then uh, I needed my son Seamus to show me how to do it and uh, let it ponder and grow within me as to how it would, what it would look like. And it's developed into this. And we're already on... I don't even know what episode, probably 515, give or take, uh, with this uh, two years later. And I just love doing it. So every day, Monday through Friday, I do a, uh, I generally read the gospel of the day, make a few comments, pray a decade of the rosary. So if that is something that would build up your spirit, build up your relationship with God, help you become a woman or a man of prayer deeper, understand scripture, whatever your reasoning for, for walking along, Hey, I'm grateful you're part of it, and that's awesome, and I hope that it helps us continue to fall in love deeper with our God, with one another, and build the kingdom of God here on earth, because if it's not doing those things, uh, I don't need to be doing it. Um, so with that, my friends, uh, let's dive into the gospel uh, today. It is Luke chapter 11, verses 14 to 23. Uh, yeah, Jesus is kind of... Um, He's getting challenged again here, and he's, uh, I don't know, I don't think he's digging being challenged today. I'll let you decide for yourself. Luke 11, 14 to 23, I'm going to read it out of Eugene Peterson's translation, okay? Uh, the message. So let's break open God's word. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus delivered a man from a demon that had kept him speechless. The demon gone. The man started talking a blue streak, taking the crowd by complete surprise. But some from the crowd were cynical. Black magic, they said. Some devil's trick he's pulled from his sleeve. Others were skeptical, waiting around for him to prove him, himself with a spectacular miracle. Jesus knew what they were thinking and said, Any country in civil war for very long is wasted. A constantly squabbling family falls to pieces. If Satan cancels Satan, is there any Satan left? You accuse me of ganging up with the devil, the prince of demons, to cast out demons. But if you're slinging devil mud at me, calling me a devil who kicks out devils, doesn't the same mud stick to your own exorcists? But if it's God's finger, I'm pointing, that sends the demons on their way, then God's kingdom is here for sure. 
When a strong man, armed to the teeth, stands guard in his front yard, his property is safe and sound. But what if a stronger man comes along with superior weapons? Then he's beaten at his own game. The arsenal that gave him such confidence hauled off, and his precious possessions plundered. This is war, and there is no neutral ground. If you're not on my side, you're the enemy. If you're not helping, you're making things worse. My friends, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So Jesus is in a public place, and they bring him somebody who is mute, hasn't been able to speak for years. And he, you know, casts the demon out, drives him out. And rather than fall on their knees or praise God or remark at the miracle that just took place against them, or in their midst, some of them say it is by the power of Beelzebul uh, that the prince of demons that he drives out demons. Um, now, a little bit of history, Beelzebul uh, could also be called Beelzebub. Uh, basically, just take the L in the end and put a B. Either one works, Beelzebub or Beelzebul. And I suspect you've heard both over, over time. Um, and the thought was Beelzebul was one of the gods of the Philistines. And it's somebody they worshipped on the mountaintop. And when the Philistines were defeated, the Hebrew people uh, then took that, you know, name, that God, lowercase g, and um, made him not the, the Lord of, of high places or whatever, but actually the Lord of the flies, hence the, the name of, of the book, or the Lord of the dung heap. And, uh, and eventually, by the time Jesus is referencing this, he is the prince of demons, Okay, Beelzebul. So that's what that represents. And um, he's, uh, he's taught, well, gosh, I mean, you can't really speak Beelzebul, right? And not think Freddie Mercury, right? It's how in 1977 or 78, Freddie Mercury could say, Beelzebul has a devil set aside for me. And I'm not going to sing any more of that because that was just an awful rendition of a really good song. And for those of you who don't know it, yeah, you just, you, you, you're not going to get it by what I just sang. Um, but, but what is happening is Jesus is performing a work of God, but people are trying to figure out, and not just Pharisees and Sadducees, some of them in the crowd that were trying to say, ah, how's he doing this? What's the magician's trick? Um, let's see him something do, do something bigger. And then when he does something bigger, maybe then I'll believe. Uh, but at this point, you know, the only explanation I got is, is it's by, by the prince of demons that he's doing this, the, that Beelzebul is doing it. You know, the, the prince of demons, the larger demon is casting out the smaller demons. And, and Jesus says, don't, don't you understand your logic makes no sense? And he uses that idea, at least I like Peterson's version here, where he says, civil war, a country at war with itself, at civil war, is going to be laid waste. We know that, right? We don't just need to go back 150 years and, and see that in our own country, although uh, we certainly can. I mean, we've seen it in our lifetimes. 
For those of you who remember the former Yugoslavia and the, uh, the civil war that took place when that country broke up, Bosnia, Herzegovina, Croatia, all those, and just the absolute genocide that took place there. And that was in the, what, early 90s? And then you just go to the mid-90s 90s and go a little south, go to the southern hemisphere in Rwanda, and the same thing that happened there in the absolute waste and the genocide. I mean, it's, it's an incredibly good image that if Satan's casting out Satan, if it is at war against itself, death is, is, is against death. Um, that, that nothing but death is going to come of it. Satan is going to cancel out Satan. But what he's saying here is, but if once you come to your senses and realize that cannot be what's happening, and you realize that this is the finger of God, then the kingdom of God is here. It is at hand. And brothers and sisters, I guess the first point I'd just simply invite us to ponder is this. As human beings, I'm not, I'm not pointing fingers at you or me or anything, but, but I think we have an incredible capacity to, to see the wonders of God all around us. My friends, I, now again, I've never seen somebody who is mute or dumb uh, all of a sudden speak um, and, and talk a blue streak. I love how he did that. Uh, a man who had been kept speechless, a man started talking a blue streak. <laughs> People were amazing. We're amazed. Um, I've never seen that. But you know what I've seen? I've seen uh, children being born. I've seen um, a person in Tiananmen Square. I'm sure you've seen that picture as well, standing in front of a line of tanks. I've seen a flock of geese um, flying into a sunset. I've seen the laughter of family. I, I mean, these are, these are just, I mean, there's common every day as, as things, you know, we, we take them for granted, but we don't see the finger of God. And, and we just say, oh, that's just a sunset. Or that's just those Canadian geese. Here they are again honking up a storm. Or, or children get born every day, you know? Um, brothers and sisters, and, and we're not saying, you know, Satan's casting out Satan. But I think we have an ability to either minimize the glory of God all around us or simply decide not to see it. And how can we get eyes to see? You know, Jesus says that all the time, right, to the people, you know, well, did the, the prophets speak about you? You know, that uh, they have ears to hear, but will not hear. Eyes to see, but will not see. Because I think we just, we think we've seen it all before. I don't know if that's the reason. Or our minds are thinking about something else, which happens to me all the time, and I miss the present. But how can we invite ourselves, challenge ourselves to be more involved in what is happening right here, right now, and see the wonders of God all around us and see the finger of God and realize the kingdom of God is present and not make excuses. You know what? And when that shy person around us begins to come out of their shell, the mute one becomes filled with a speech and speaks up a blue streak. Maybe next time we 
We don't just say, oh, well, they finally came out of their shell. Good for them, you know, or, uh, or a friend of ours, speaking of coming out, uh, decides to come out of a very vulnerable closet and, and open themselves to us. Maybe we don't just cast aspersions. Maybe we look and, and, and listen and invite ourselves to say, okay, tell me your story. And we embrace that and see God right there in the midst. Are we able to do that? Second point I want us to make, and I love uh, Peterson's point here. Last line when he says, listen, this is war. And there is no neutral ground. If you're not on my side, you're the enemy. And if you're not helping, you're making things worse. You know, brothers and sisters, I've, I've... confess this to you before, in in both good and bad, I am a nine on the Enneagram, which is a great gift, the gift of the Enneagram, or the nines, excuse me, is I'm able to listen to a group of people um, and and hear and see the common denominator and help us and help move that group forward and and see, just kind of take what is being said, synthesize it, and, and lay that on the, on the table in front of the group and, and help that group kind of sift and sort through uh, a, a conversation. I, I, can, I can do that. That's, that's, the, that's the upside of the nine. The downside of the nine is I can sit and listen to everybody else's voice and, and not put my own in there and, or, or make their voices mine or I can, I can uh, hide behind it. And so in many ways, I can be this speechless person. I don't say this to you um, to glorify or denigrate. I say this because a nine, and, and I'm sure others, you know, on the, the Enneagram or, or other personality types, a nine can be a great neutral person. But what Jesus is saying here is, this is not a place for neutrality. My friends, and, and in the U.S. CCB, he says, listen, whoever is not with me is against me, and whoever does not gather with me scatters. My friends, we have to simply decide, who are we with? What are we about? When, when the uh, epitaph is written uh, at, at the end of our life, what will we have been for? You know, hey, listen, if they say, hey, uh, Zenk loved Disney, man. It was the, the great, he loved going to Disney World and, and Mickey Mouse. And, and it was, listen, there's nothing wrong with Mickey Mouse and loving Disney. Nothing. But if that's what people think of when they think of me, oh, oh, have I squandered an opportunity, right? We've got to be about something more than that. And our God's saying, what are you about? What are you about? If you're not with me, if you're not with me, then, then whatever it is you're doing, which may be fine or not fine, but it's not with me and it's not assisting. And so, my friends, this Lent, let's just ponder that. What are we about? With whom or what are we with? And, and when all is said and done about us, what will be said about who or what we were about? Let's pray. So, my friends, we uh, continue again through the Luminous Mysteries, and we begin in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. The fourth Luminous Mystery, the Transfiguration of Jesus. 
Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus, Holy Mary, Mother of God. Pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus, Holy Mary, Mother of God. Pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell. Lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. My friends, bless you on this Thursday. May it be filled with every good grace. And may you go forward in God's peace.